I'm an introvert, so I'm used to having my alone time to be able to do the really positive things in my life, like this podcast, um, like reading, studying, meditation, prayer. I like doing that alone. I like hiding it in a way. That's not something that I do in the public or with other people because of my introvertedness and just who I am and how I've come to worship and practice and study myself. But I have a daughter watching me now, so I can't do all of my positive in secret and do everything else in public. I have to be an example, and the way that children learn is by seeing what we do, because she definitely knows how to... Peace. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome, family, to Tea Time Podcast by Atia J. This is your self-help, spiritual podcast, uplifting topics we all love to avoid, but we definitely need to conquer. Tea time is your moment to pause, listen, and absorb what is soothing to you. I'm Atia J, aka Tia, a certified holistic life coach, and this idea was sparked by my passion to help others discover their latent potential, purpose, and significance especially if you are one who feels overlooked, alone, or forgotten. You are not alone. You are not forgotten. I see you, and I feel you. Welcome to Tea Time Podcast. Enjoy the tea. Peace. Assalamu alaikum. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Podcast. It's your girl, Atia J, aka Tia, aka TT. And it has been a while since I recorded a podcast. So I'm happy to be back. And I definitely have some dope topics for you today and in my upcoming podcast episodes. Let me tell you, getting the time to be able to record, getting the time to be able to do this and share myself has been difficult lately, but hopefully I will be able to knock out a few episodes as the next weeks come. So pray for me. But today I have a topic that I'm really excited about is something that came to mind. And it's yes, I am changing. This is something a realization that I needed to have this realization that I am not the uh, the same Tia that I was before becoming a wife, before becoming a mother. I have completely changed. And I don't know who this Tia is. I'm getting to know myself. I'm getting to know a Tia J. I'm getting to learn how to be her and how to function as her in her new environment, in her new lifestyle, and in her new consciousness. Because she's not the same young woman that she used to be. She's not the same teenager that she used to be. So I'm getting to know who Atia J is and I'm just realizing that myself. I was speaking to my sister. Um, we were talking, we catch up, we've been catching up weekly and I'm happy for it, but we were talking and I mentioned it to her. I was like, I don't really get what's happening to me, but I'm struggling with something. And then I said, I'm struggling with getting to know myself again. And she stopped me. She was like, wow, you heard what you said? And it helped me to realize how profound what I had just said actually is. 
First of all, the process of childbirth is so transformative, is so life-changing that it you I can describe it, but you won't understand it until you see it or until you go through it. And that process of childbirthing and then rearing right after that is something that for me I jumped into um in the way that I wasn't really focused on myself in that I was focused on giving birth to my child in the best fashion and in the fe- best way so that journey could be healthy so that she could have a mo- the most peaceful entrance into this world and I I didn't really think about how I physically mentally and spiritually would be transforming after all of this happened I had no idea so this past year and change after she's been born has been completely focused on me trying to figure out how to be a wife and how to be a mother. And then when we brought grandma into the home, how to be a caretaker. So I have not been focusing on myself. So here's me, Tia, functioning as Tia, trying to take on roles that don't belong to Tia. <laughs> like these new roles that I have are no longer who I was they are shaping me and molding me into who i am growing and transforming to be so going back to giving birth and how that transforms you just physically you clearly get into a transformation everyone sees rihanna right now that is a different woman and it's okay it's supposed to be that way you're not going to be the same after literally opening up to allow life to enter the world through you and physically you can see the changes and that's what i focused on and that's what typically in this society we focus on our physical changes but when your body physically morphs the way that it does imagine what it actually does to you mentally and spiritually you're also morphing and transforming mentally and spiritually in these moments I mean, with just the fact that your body has had to carry the weight of a baby on you and all of a sudden is released from that weight and is going back to never where it used to be, but is going back in shape to where is physically healthy, hopefully, for you. That whole process is a stress on the body. That entire process is a physical and um, spiritual test on your body. Like, if you're not eating well, if you're not exercising if you're not mentally doing well that's why there's so many postpartum issues there's postpartum depression that's why a lot of women never really feel like themselves ever again after becoming a mother uh because we don't we focus on the physical and we don't focus on the mental and spiritual components of postpartum and becoming a mother and a wife in instead of just being this me I was definitely a free independent black woman like i was out here i had the lifestyle of being a flight attendant where i could literally travel the world when i wanted to for $50 <laughs> like i could uh just get up and go my lifestyle was very fluid my lifestyle was very flexible with my schedule i had to be flexible i had to be independent i couldn't have you know tight responsibilities tying me down without um the stress of trying to put them in order or put somebody else in in the way of that responsibility to help. So becoming a wife number 1 is very different having to figure out how to take care of a man and how to 
still remain myself while taking care of a home as well is wild. Um, and then becoming a mom and a caretaker, which I've done these things within a year. <laughs> like that is, it's a lot of change and a lot of responsibility that I've accepted that I didn't really think about before this moment, how that affects who I am. And if I can actually, not really, if I can handle it, I know what I can handle. I don't believe that Allah puts or God puts a responsibility in front of you that we are unable to handle, but it's how I handle that. I'm not going to be able to handle being a mother and a caretaker and a wife the way I handled being a flight attendant. Those are two different women. I was a young woman back then who was learning myself and learning the world and learning my career and how I wanted to work and function as like a, a career woman, I would say. Meanwhile, the person who I am now, I'm transforming and I feel like I'm being shaped and molded into service. Like everything I do is not for myself first. I do not get to take care of myself first. When I was a flight attendant, it's all about me. <laughs> Even when it came to customers, like if I'm safe, I can be able to do this for you. If I'm unsafe, if there's turbulence, guess what? It's me first. I'm not going to sacrifice my life to get you a blanket. Um, but who I am now, I'm being molded and shaped into, I'm going, I'm not going to eat until my daughter eats. I can't really eat until grandma eats. Uh, I'm going to have to make food I don't necessarily want so my husband can feel satisfied with what he eats. And a lot of what I do deals with sacrifice. A lot of what I do deals with putting myself last and especially dealing with how I handle my timing and how I handle organization and structure in a household, which is something that I've never had to deal with before. And there has been a lot of stress and push and pull within me because I'm trying to handle things like that independent black queen that I was instead of the service woman and the housewife and the, uh, I don't know if housewife is a term, but the stay at home mom and the stay, stay at home woman that I am now and the caretaker that I am now, which is a role I didn't prepare for. But these kind of realizing that I'm going through this transformation and I'm in a state now to where I don't know myself anymore. I don't know where I'm heading in terms of how how to function in this new way. I I am getting to know me again because I'm I'm not into the same things that I was. I don't find, you know, a lot of fun in things that now I, I used to do, but now I feel like it wastes my time. You are not going to catch me out in an environment that doesn't suit me spiritually. You're not going to catch me out in an environment where I'm hanging with people that I am just wasting time with, that I can't call and have an actual deep conversation with. I'm, I'm changing. Like, I can't do that. And what am I representing to my daughter if I lived the lifestyle that I lived when I was just taking care of myself, you know, it's like a, I'm not sure if I explained that well, but it is a different kind of, I would say value that I hold to myself 
it's a, it's a different type of value that I hold to myself and of myself. Before it was about a lot of exploring and I'll try this and I'll try that. Right now, I'm not trying a lot. I know what I want to work for me. I'm figuring out how to make it function in my favor, if that makes sense. So I can't function the same as I used to. That's just not me. So my relationship that I believe is key is my relationship with Allah, my relationship with God. And that's something that as a flight attendant, I put to the side. I honestly put to the side and wasn't focused on it because I had so much freedom to do what I want and money to do what I want. And I was able to just be, to be out. Let me, I'm in Korea. I'm not focused on praying five times a day, but now that I'm tied down at home, I, I have flight benefits, but I can't use them just because of the circumstances of my responsibility. I have been grounded and I love repeating this to myself to remind myself that it's okay where I'm at because I still get the desire to let me just go. Let me pick up and just go on a trip. But no, I'm being grounded by Allah. I'm being grounded for a reason. And I believe it's because I'm being shaped and molded right now to be more serviceable to him, to be of service to people, to my people, instead of being of service only to myself. So now my life is full of difficulty, <laughs> a lot of difficulty. Um, like I said, I have to sacrifice and I have to put myself last. That's difficult, especially for someone who was always able to put herself first. I don't enjoy it all the time. Um, and it's not always rewarding. A lot of times it is literally me just cleaning up every day. <laughs> um, but I was, I've been reading study guides, self-improvement study guides by our dear sister Ava, who has recently returned to Allah. May Allah forever be pleased with her. But she took the words of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and broke it down and analyzed it so she can help us to study it. And in this, in his self-improvement speech, he is say, he says, God has to keep us in total trouble in order to get a sincere prayer from our lips. I thought that was so deep because it is definitely true from me. <laughs> it's it's like when everything is going good, when I was a flight attendant, things are good. Pressure is not really on me. I was not praying. I wasn't thinking about prayer. Before that, when I was financially not, not well, sick, I was praying a lot. I really was. And I was praying a lot at that moment because I knew that because of my situation, I have to go to a lot. Um, but before then, when I was a teacher and financially solid, I wasn't praying. So it is very funny that God really has to keep us in trouble in order to get a sincere prayer from us. And at some point we need to develop beyond that. But I'm experiencing that now where my life is very difficult so I find myself running to prayer, especially when it gets really difficult. I find myself running to prayer, especially when I really need patience when it comes to raising my daughter and to caretaking for someone or to just deal with a husband because it ain't all sweet uh, peaches and cream. No, it ain't all peaches and cream. OK, so I find myself a lot when it gets difficult going to Allah. 
And before now, I really did forget about who who my creator is and who to go to and how I should function uh, because things were good. There was a time of ease. And Allah does this, I believe, on purpose. He allows us to have some ease. But when it's time for us to change and develop and to transform, he's going to hit us. He's going to get us with the difficulty and see who we turn to. So I thank Allah that I have even the thought to turn to him and to pray to him in that time, in these times of difficulty and change. So in this new path, I really have realized that I'm nothing without my God. I'm nothing without the creator and anything that I'm allowed to do. It's only through him. So I've been, uh, gratitude is a word and, um, yeah, gratitude practice is something I've been trying to incorporate so that even when things are going good or things aren't difficult, I can turn to a lot and thank him. God, thank you for the crickets being out today. I hear them all the time. You know, thank you for I'm grateful to you for the sun coming out. I'm grateful to you for waking up today. That gratitude practice is something I've been focusing on so that number one, I'm not focused on the negative. So perhaps they're there's not going to be a negative if I can focus on positive. But number two, I'm also showing I'm being gracious. I'm being a better servant by not only going to God when I'm in desperate need of him or when things are in trouble. Because I, I, you know, you don't like to answer the phone of a friend who only calls you when they need to vent to you and they dump all this stuff on top of you. But that's the only conversation y'all have. No, there's no like back and forth with it. There's no sharing that becomes heavy and that becomes disheartening because you begin to question, is this person's love genuine for me? Because they only call me when they need something or when they need to vent or, you know, they need me to do something. Can you pick me up, etc.? So let me not be that way to God, although he has told us that he will always still be there. But let's not be like that to God. Let's come into a higher consciousness and a level. And I'm speaking to myself so that we can be better. Let's be more gracious. So. I truly believe that I'm being shaped right now to do better in my purpose. And something that I noticed, which is important, is what if I can go into the eyes of my daughter? What is it that she sees all day? She sees me watching TV. She sees me on the phone. She sees me reading to her. She sees me on the occasional walk that we do. But I'm an introvert, so I'm used to having my alone time to be able to do the really positive things in my life, like this podcast, um, like reading, studying, meditation, prayer. I like doing that alone. I like hiding it in a way. That's not something that I do in the public or with other people because of my introvertedness and just who I am and how I've come to worship and practice and study myself. But I have a daughter watching me now, so I can't do all of my positive in secret and do everything else in public. I have to be an example. And the way that children learn is by seeing what we do because she definitely knows how to pick up the phone because she sees me do that. She definitely knows how to turn the TV on because she sees me do that. And fortunately, she does know where her books are on our bookshelf because she's also seen me do that and show her 
where to go. But how is she going to learn to pray? How is she going to learn to meditate? If that's something that I uphold, how is she going to study if she doesn't see me doing it? I have to be an example. So I can't always do these things that are positive for myself in a private place. I need to learn how to incorporate my daughter into my exercise, incorporate my daughter into my meditation. I need to learn how to incorporate her to uh, prayer, especially. So this is something I've been thinking on because I'm comfortable being alone. But I have to step out of that. I'm being shaped and molded to being more exemplary instead of being this quiet, shy person that I'm comfortable with being. So I still might get my energy from being introverted, but I'm a, I'm a need to get some extrovert qualities because it's going to help me to be able to teach and mold and shape my daughter. Imagine if Minister Farrakhan was just a shy man, so he didn't do anything in the public. He didn't pray in the public. He didn't, you know, speak too passionately in the public and he hid some of himself. That that is what I'm doing in that way. I hide some of myself. I don't share some of my opinions. And if Minister Farrakhan did something like that, there would be a lot of people who aren't connected to the truth and who aren't connected to God in their way because he hid something. And that is wild. That's a wild, like it's a powerful insight for me because who do I want to be for my daughter? And who I want to be for my daughter is what I need to actually exemplify to the world. To the world. And that's very uncomfortable for me. That's very, you know, I'm going to get distracted. I need my space. But I can't be that way in that moment. That's why I said I'm being shaped and molded into this new Atia who I don't yet know, but she is amazing. Like I'm excited to become her and I'm excited to see what she's going to do because I, I know that this is the right direction and the right path that I'm on to be able to actually be her and to be better for the people that I'm caring for. So I wanted to share this message because it's a deep realization that I had. And I think it's something that is hard to have at times because we just feel I for a minute was feeling just depressed. I was feeling despondent is the word that my sister helped me find despondent. Let me look it up real quick. The definition of despondent is feeling or showing extreme discouragement, dejection or depression. We find another definition in low spirits from loss of hope or courage. That was key to me because I was really in this space where I was just discouraged. I had no courage to do. I had no hope in the day. I was like low spirits all the time with what I had to do because I was just feeling so removed from me. I was feeling completely removed from who I am and myself. And when I think about it, yeah, I was. I was absolutely removed from who I was in myself because in my head, I needed to be who I used to be when that's no longer my purpose. That's no longer who I am in this world. I've transformed. 
I've changed and that's a positive. And yes, it's different. And yes, that changes the way I speak to people. And yes, that changes the people I hang around. And yes, that changes the time, how I spend my time. And yes, that changes how I speak because I am completely transformed and being transformed into the woman who I should be in order to live fully in this life and to be of service to my people in my belief. So I'm no longer that one that's down for anything. Nah, I'm no longer that's that one that you're going to find in any environment. Let's go to the club. Let's go to, you know, this concert. I think twice about concerts. I'm going to still go to a concert, but I think about what type of music I'm around. Um, I think about where I bring my daughter. I think about the types of people that might be there what they might be thinking and how that can affect me and my family. I think about, you know, whether this is a family-centered thing because I want to bring my daughter. I don't always want to let me drop her off so I can do me. Me and Matt can go out. Nah, I I want to involve her and incorporate her in a lifestyle, even grandma. I want to incorporate grandma in wheelchair-accessible activities so that she can get out the house and still live at 94. So... There is a new responsibility I have. There's a new structure I have. There's a new lifestyle that I am creating. And with that comes the principles and morals that I want to uphold. It's not about anyone else. It's not about saving feelings. It's not about what my mom taught me. I am becoming my own woman. And that is something I need to just accept and allow God, the creator, to shape and mold me into Or I will continue to feel that despondency, that depression, that uh, discouragement, that low spirit, because I'm fighting against who I'm supposed to be. I'm fighting against the movement and the change that I'm supposed to make. And that causes stress and that causes issues. So I hope that this this, uh, discussion, my reflections have been useful and helpful to someone that is listening right now. I said everything I say with love. Um, It's okay to change. It really is okay to change. And don't let anybody discourage you from changing, no matter where you are in life. If you're single, if you're still partying in the clubs, if you're not partying in the clubs, but you want to go there, you need to really tune into who you are at all times. Because we have our own life and our own path to go into. And I only encourage that we do positive things, of course. However, the path that you choose, the path that you decide on is yours. And the only person that you should consult and take their word for, ooh, huge, is the creator. You know, we have other consultants. We have other people who can help us, therapists, coaches. I'm a life coach myself. They can help us. Yes, they absolutely can help us. But the only thing they can help us do is to be tighter and to become closer to our creator and to who we really actually are. That's the purpose of every type of therapist or coach or help is to help us to be better at being ourselves. Don't ever allow anyone to shape who you are. And that's what I'm learning is that I am trying to be who I think I'm supposed to be trying to be that fun loving you know out here girl that I used to be and that's not who I'm being shaped into I'm building a family with my husband I'm building a structure 
we are building a legacy and we have to be serious about that there's a reason why you don't see jay-z and beyonce's children all over the place there's a reason why they you know drop what they drop and they do it within the years and the time span that they do it because they know what they're building and they're building a legacy and while their legacy could be out in the media like we see with a kim and a kanye they decided that their legacy is too precious to be tampered with by the media to the best of their ability you know so there's that's one example but when it comes to your personal life everyone likes to be in your personal life and you don't have to allow that no matter who you are whether you have a partner whether you're single whether you have children or not you do not have to allow anyone into your personal life you are you the person that should be helping to shape your personal life is your creator is god is the the god within is yourself so the more you get to know yourself and it's okay to not know yourself it's okay it's okay to be in disconnect with yourself that's what that's what happens when we're depressed that's what happens when we're, we're stressed we're in a disarray and a disconnect and a despondent state so i hope this has been healing i hope this has been positive um i'll actually close it out this time hey if you like my shirt can you see it can you see it on camera this says art comes from the heart right in my little fancy way that i put it um, but if you do like this shirt please message me hit me up you can purchase it um maybe i'll make it available in a link if not you can definitely message me support tea time podcast support buy a tia j and you can purchase this shirt um it's very cool comes in white as well with different font coloring uh yeah uh support tea time podcast listen to other episodes if you never have please do you can always support too by just subscribing by liking by following this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to if you're on youtube make sure you like subscribe and share and hit that little alert tone so that you can always be alerted about when i post and also support me um in my life coaching if you enjoy the types of things that i say if you enjoy spirituality if you are interested in being more connected with yourself and knowledge of yourself then go to acourseofaction.com and check out my life coaching business my life coaching philosophies and principles and i believe and we will have i have a free consultation call that you can set up we can talk about what it is that you're looking for and if i believe that i can be helpful to you i will move ahead and we can start our coach client relationship um but if you're interested in life coaching or getting support and just knowing yourself and being being yourself more um definitely check out acourseofaction.com and follow me on at instagram at t follow me on instagram t time podcast and at acourseofaction I really appreciate you all who have tuned in, who have listened this far. I hope you have a blessed day, night, week, month, year, life. Have a blessed life. Go with peace. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs>